Wednesday, March 2nd, and this week we are talking about journaling. So join me next. The Dispirited Soul Podcast with Kendi Lunn. This podcast is all about finding our failures and persevering beyond them. So sit back, relax, take a deep breath, and let's find and persevere together. I just wanted to quickly chime in here on this episode. You may hear a short pause between some of it. Don't worry. It is still playing. I promise I had children come in during it and I just paused and restarted. So thank you so much for listening. Beautiful goddesses out there. So it is March already. Holy moly. How did that happen? 62 days into the year already. Wow, that's crazy. Anyway, so I had some people ask and I posted on Facebook what you guys would like me to talk about this week. And the journaling portion came up. So I'm going to talk about why we journal, um, things to navigate around journaling and see what's going on. So journaling. Why when somebody messages me and tells me something that is happening within their lives, do I innately just say, go journal about this, journal about it, write it all down, get it off your brain because that allows your body to feel it on a deeper level. Um, I don't know if you've heard of the manifestation five by 55 technique, But the reason you write things down is to feel them, embody them. Um, That technique gets you to write out your uh, manifestation wish the same sentence 55 times for five days straight. I've done it. It's rough. But that gets it embedded in your embodiment to feel what you need to feel from it. And to help that desire come true. So embodying the the written word. So yes, people can type. I mean, I can type like 80 words a minute. But that doesn't give you any embodiment. Putting the pen to paper and feeling the emotion as you're writing it is where it's at. So some of us have had issues um, with people finding our journals as kids, and that has really set a lot of people off. I've read about, um, you know, myself and mine wasn't so much as a kid. I tended to not just keep a journal as a kid because I didn't want people to read it. Um, but as an adult, I started one and, um, I don't know if you know my story, but my first husband was extremely abusive and he had actually found one of my journals about, um, what was going on and he, I had hidden it, but he found it and it was not a good day for me. So that really set me off to no longer keeping a journal, like really not keeping a journal anymore. And so it took me years. Um, actually it took me two husbands and now my current one to finally get into a place where I felt like I could write. Um, 
I am sure if my husband got it, he'd read it. If he did, I don't know. I don't think he would care. He knows that that's how I process and go through things. He may not read it at all. I, that, you know, like I said, it's not at this point anything that would be terrible, um, if he did, um, you know, so you have to get in a place with the people that are around you to not be in that heightened sense of scared if somebody reads it. Um, I own probably what a hundred journals at this point, every program I take or every thing I'm doing or everything I'm embodying has its own journal. So it would take a lot of work to get through all of them for somebody else to learn, you know, really where I'm at. I, I have a really weird system for journaling myself, but I think that if you feel comfortable in your environment, and so that's where you're going to start with journaling. Are you comfortable in your environment? If you're not, then you need to start with looking at that first. And then once you find your comfortability with that, um, you know, I, even if you're, if you find that you're not comfortable and you can't exactly fix it, I, I would suggest even if you have an iPad, just using an iPad and a pen, an Apple pen and just writing your journal in there because you can write out notes. So you're still putting that pen and your emotions in action. And that is where you'll see the difference. And everybody is so funny when somebody comes to me and goes, this is what happened. I don't know what to do with it. What do I do? What do I do? Okay. So you write, put it on paper, put it down, write it out on paper, journal about it. Um, this will get you seeing the patterns and this may take months, but seeing the patterns of what's happening, whether it be in dream state or, you know, in everyday life, you will start to see a pattern and then you can shift those patterns. Um, find what the triggers are that, that really helps you find your triggers. This is the same idea as keeping, I don't know if you've ever had an issue, but with diet and allergies, people will be like, well, keep a food journal and oh, dread it. I hate food journals. I'm just going to tell you right now. Oh my gosh, I have been overweight and I've had problems my entire life. And for somebody to say, write that shit down, freaking irritates me. But after finally doing it, and I ended up spending two years doing it with my daughter so that we could learn what her food allergies were and what was causing issues, I really see the, the difference in why people tell you to do that. You know, um, a big thing with weight loss is, is put it in a food journal. Every single thing that crosses your lips, you put in that journal, no matter what it is and how ashamed of what that thing might be. You put it in the journal and then you start to see. Now, I've also found, um, speaking on the weight loss journal portion, I've also found that if you, so what I found with the food journal is if you tend to write everything down that you eat, you need to write down the emotion next to it. Um, that's a great tip for journaling on food. Write the emotion next to it. What were you feeling? You will find patterns there, I promise. And that was what, that will be where you can change your habit. Okay. So back to regular healing and journaling. Um, I have so many people come to me and say, okay, this is what happened. What do I do? It's a daily practice of mine to write in my journal, no matter how long, how short, how big, how anything it goes in the journal. 
I want to embody that and feel it and find that pattern of what's going on in my life. Um, see where the things are that I need to improve. Maybe I need to change communication style with people around me. Um, maybe it's simple as changing the way we look at things. But you'll start to see the emotions through your writing. Now, it doesn't matter. You don't have to be a great writer. You don't have to spell things correctly. It doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't have to be any of these things. It just needs to be on paper. Write it down. Get it out of your mind. Write it down. Allow yourself to open up on that piece of paper and write it down. Um, everything you talk, eat, sleep, and dream about has significance. And if you can put that on paper, you will see patterns and you can change them. So it, it's just interesting the way that I went from completely not writing at all to journaling every single day, morning and night normally, um, mostly so let's, let's go over a little bit of a morning routine and how we can embody this. You can do this for five minutes a day. You can take um, 20 minutes a day. You can do it for three hours a day. It doesn't matter. So in the morning I get up and I do my meditation and my Reiki practice. And normally during my meditation, because I do a lot of guided meditation or I guide myself through meditation, um, I absolutely love guided meditation because you're actually there for a purpose, not just trying to be out of your own head. And that doesn't work for some of us with the anxiety issues. And, um, you know, I, my, my famous quote is, I don't like my thoughts to think in silence. And so that's why guided meditation, if you're one of those ones that can't sit in silence, guided meditation is great for you. You want to practice at least once a week doing the complete silent meditation, but it's something you'll have to develop. You know, your mind will last a minute the first few times and then you'll work into more. So allow your body to meditate, listen to what needs to be said and just be, just be, um, what you need and what you come out with can be two totally different things. And that's okay. You know, allow yourself to feel it. Allow yourself to be in that moment. You know, in a guided meditation, you'll you'll find embodiment. Things will come up, you'll have feelings, you'll cry, you'll you'll change the way you look at things. Every day I meditate in some form going to bed in the night at night or in the morning. So in the morning I tend to stick with my meditation and then Reiki and then I move into journaling and writing down what's going on, um, embodying what feelings I had during my Reiki session or my meditation and just letting them flow. You know, I don't think about the words that are coming. I just write them down. I do some midday journaling exercises, not a lot. I tend to like to stick to my routine of morning and night. And then at night, I 
you know, going to bed, I write things down, what my day was like, what was going on, you know, if there's any significant details that I would like to feel into um, for patterns that may come up later. I, I tend to, to do those at night. Um, my morning routine with journaling is more of a embodying what happened during a meditation. My night is my day. So you can find what works best for you. You know, you may need to stop in the middle of lunchtime, lunch break time and, and write some things down on what happened for the morning, how you're feeling for the day. Um, I have started to notice that, you know, even with now it's been, I've been doing meditation and Reiki and journaling about five years, not all consistently. I will say definitely not all consistently. Um, I have embodied really over the last month, a full consistent schedule of these things. But as I do, um, the words and the meaning behind things come so much easier. I also write my emotions down with them and allow, you know, what comes to come with the emotion. If it's crying, if it's anger, if it's sadness, if it's whatever it is, just allowing it to be there. So yeah, my biggest tip on journaling is just be, be with it, um, find safety within it, write down how you're feeling uh, as you start to acquire more and more books of what you have written. You can look back and see how you've grown. And that is the biggest part of the healing process is with journaling, the healing process of journaling is basically being able to go back and look at what life was like five years ago, where you were, what you were spiritually, mentally, emotionally feeling and where your body was physically, you know, and then in turn, you can see how far you've come. And that is such a healing feeling on so many aspects. So just allow your body to be allow your mind to create the words and write them down pen to paper make it pretty make it ugly make it what it needs to be you know if you're angry one day use a red pen and just scrawl it out if you are super happy and you're like me and i'm a purple girl i love everything purple normally my journals are in purple um and i just i, I allow myself to feel what needs to be felt so try it, go deep, don't hold back, and love yourself. Until next week, if you guys have any suggestions or would like me to include something in the podcast, I would be happy to. So please message me on Facebook at IamKindyLynn on Facebook. You can find my website at KindyLynn.com. I am on almost every platform, Instagram, TikTok. TikTok's been awesome. Uh, at I am Kindy Lynn, and I am so happy to have you guys join me every week for these episodes. Let me know what you'd like to hear next. Thank you. See you next week, and I love you. Thank you for listening to the Dispirited Soul podcast. If you'd like to find me on social media, you can find me at I am Kendi Len. Let's persevere.